everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be talking about When Calls the Heart. We, of course, had this uh, separation, this time, uh, this break that we had, but we never got to review episode three of this season, of season six, because we were doing them in groups of two, and we never got our episode four yet. So we thought it would be fun to get together and talk about episode three as kind of a primer to get everybody excited for the two-night premiere back and coming up and we'll, we'll talk about uh the episode and uh just some questions we have about what might be uh going forward and what they might do so it's gonna be really fun and i am rachel and ruth is here hi nice to be back yes thanks so much and amber's here Hi, everybody. You guys were like, who's Amber? It's me. Um, And guess what? Not only is my hair short, but I'm super grateful we had this break because it let me get through finals. Yay! Yay. (laughs) And we have Casey is here. Hello. Yeah. So are you all going through major When Calls the Heart withdrawals? You're missing your When Calls the Heart, Casey? Uh, I'm kind of, I feel a little lost, not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah. I was like, it's just getting good. And then everything happened. And then I, I feel, I feel very lost. I'm just like, hmm. yeah, I never got to see the bounty. <laughs> I know. Poor Kevin McGarry. He's just been waiting. waiting. <laughs> Ruth, how have you felt about this, this delay? That we've had. Well, it, it was hard. It was hard at first, but on the flip side, I've been able to get caught up with so many interviews that yes. that I mean, not and not that I wanted when calls the heart to go away. It's not uh-huh. that, but sure. I've been able to fill up my time by doing that by trying to get these interviews. Trying to get, uh, I won't lie. I have some interviews that were that were uh, needing to be posted like several months ago, and I'm finally oh, yeah. posted. So. Yeah. Good. Ruth and I have been busy and finding the silver lining. So (laughs) (laughs) very good. So we're so excited for it to come back. And so we're just going to dive into episode three, season six. This is called A Vote of Confidence. And it starts out with Bill going to testify. These bandits are in, uh, and they were, I guess this was a case that Jack worked heavily on have we have we seen these bandits before ruth on the show or these no i thought they were all new but i but i don't know um the the, the diehard hardies will know so they'll probably mm. tell me how wrong i am and how could i not know but i'm sorry um, you guys I, if I, you want to get mad at someone for thinking these were new people come at me on twitter don't go after ruth she's an bystander and i support her claim that these were new bandits yes yes okay. so i Bill, do believe they were new bandits okay because i the only reason i wondered was just because they were like jack had worked so hard on this so me think did we see these people before i i'm not sure because there were a lot of bandits yeah, in various episodes Anyway, so he's going up there, and uh, and then everybody is all a flutter about Lucas, and uh, very upset. Well, I mean, oh come on, why would you not be? I mean, okay. yes, I know Amber, that Rachel is all a flutter about Lucas. I <laughs> certainly am. <laughs> he could play his music all night long, and I would be yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I, I, I wouldn't be telling him to shut the saloon early. No. Nah. Would not be. Go as late as you want to be, and I'll try to stay there as long as I possibly can, even if I have to work the next morning. Yes. And I think it's Fiona, right? Is the telephone owner? Telephone yes. operator? Fiona. Yes. Uh, Fiona's got, she's smart. Yep. Single lady. Yeah. Showing off those ankles. Yeah. Pretty oh, hard. yeah. Hanging oh, out late. What is this? If she is not a love interest for Hickam, I will lose my mind. <laughs> well, because there's a, like, I just, I need, I need Hickam to fall in love with someone. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to that point, I did interview Ben. You know, the interview was posted. Actually, the interview was posted, like, right about the time when all of this happened. And I'll, 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 I'll tweet it out again yeah. before, um, before the show comes back. Uh, his, when he was talking about the various characters in his relationship in the show, he said that Fiona was the first character that he noticed who had ankles. He didn't know of any other girls in the town who Ooh. had ankles. And I did think that was an interesting thing. That Are you telling write. me that Hickam looked at her ankles? That's scandalous. Looked at Fiona's ankles. Yes. I did not know Hickam would yeah. be so fresh. It's very funny. I mean, I don't think that Hickam would, would be good with Fiona because he, he needs somebody that's sweet and nice. And I don't think Fiona, I think Fiona is great, but she's more of like, she's more of the Rosemary, uh, Rosemary type. The, okay, but we know. Yeah, but he like. Yeah. Gets on well with the rosemary type. Yeah, he mm -hmm. bows down and he does, you know, hey, he yes, Miss Rosemary, it. I'm going to let those dumbs go. Yep, I'm going to go find that, <laughs> exactly. that little dumb. You know, people right. who are like high maintenance individuals, Hickam's like a high maintainer individual. <laughs> yes. I just, I just don't want him to be a doormat for his girl. Oh, come on. Hickam will not be a doormat. Okay, that's good. Okay, good. Well, Flomo are very upset. Very, very upset about oh, the yeah. music. Very upset. <laughs> they talk to Abigail and everybody, everybody's very upset. And so, uh, but then we also get Faith and Rosemary talking and <laughs> they're yeah. talking about that special line that Carson had said that, oh, you're special. Yeah. And <laughs> it's yeah. about that. And Faith says, talking's not my strong suit. And Rosemary says, but fortunately it's mine. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. That scene made me laugh because it reminded me of just like, you know, so I'm the married one and my friends, a lot of them are single and they're starting to date. And I'm like, okay, so tell me all the details. And then it's like diagnosing every single little word. So I'm like, yes, I am the Rosemary in this situation. <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's funny. Yeah. And she's just so, this is like a dream come true mm -hmm. for Rosemary to be yeah. a little matchmaker. It's the cutest thing. I love it. Yeah. And like, it's just so, it's such a truism that you're like, well, what exactly did he say? Like, what, ex what words did he use? What was his tone? Yeah. Like, you got, did he make I, eye contact with you? You got to read into everything. <laughs> Otherwise, how are you supposed to suss out what the guy says? What do you mean? Yeah, and he's he's sitting there being like, I was just, I said the perfect thing or something like that. And yeah. no, not so much. Yeah. But yeah, we do get that later when Carson is talking to Leland. But 
so, but I love that. Yeah. Talking's not my strong suit. Fortunately, it's mine. Uh, and then we get Elizabeth teaching her students about the privateers, the commissioned pirates. Mm-hmm. So uh, sometimes I wonder about the, <laughs> the family <laughs> curriculum. It's the most random curriculum. I don't know where pirates. Well, I mean, there wasn't like a standardized curriculum. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was say. Yeah. So it's basically just like whatever Elizabeth feels like teaching. Yeah. She feels like teaching about privateers. Yeah. It's very exciting. Also, like yeah. privateers were legit bad guys. Yeah. Just saying. Don't sugarcoat that nonsense. Well, she claims, she claims that privateers did bad deeds, uh, but they had permission to do so, is what she claims in the lesson. Well, I mean, they were, they were, you know, conscripted by the royalty or whoever, whatever government they were serving, but like, uh, you're a pirate, you're still a pirate. Yeah. So basically, Cody and Robert love this idea. They are so yeah, excited about being a pirate. So, yes. And then Abigail talks to Lucas about closing the bar at 10 o'clock uh, yes. and keeping the noise mm-hmm. down. So, basically, this is like a saloon in Provo. It's very <laughs> like, there's no late night going on in Old Valley. <laughs> What do you think about this, Amber? Uh, you don't want me to talk about it because yes, I, I feel do. like it is the worst. And <laughs> I felt like, okay, we're going to get into some tricky territory right now because <laughs> you all know that I have always disliked Abigail. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. You, you know I have. Yes. This is not me. And, and as I was watching this show, I was like... <sighs> She is overstepping her bounds. Like, he is a new businessman, like, just trying to make a living. Uh-huh. And then they had the, like, town council meeting where I was like, she is just, like, abusing her authority to force the opinions of the minority onto this town because you know that more people in that town were at the saloon than were complaining about it. Yes, yeah, true. So I was like, up in arms like it's a corrupt system she's the worst and like she's doing it all with a veneer of happiness and like goodness and benevolence but really she's being super shady and you can like i could go back and look at my ims with rachel and i was saying this yeah. after i watched the show and yeah. so now saying these kinds of things makes me feel yeah. bad and like a bad person for saying it but this is about abigail and how i've always right. felt about her Right. But but the one thing I can say with her, though, is that I value my sleep more than almost anything else because it's so hard for me to get to sleep. And so if if my neighbor, I don't think 10 o'clock's a little steep, I feel. But if I think I would give them till midnight, I don't know. And then again, Rachel, this is going to be a growing community, a growing town. They're going to become a railway thing. If you're a person who's like, mm, sorry, I got to go to bed at nine, you've got to move off of Main Street. Yeah. Well, that's what I was thinking too, because most of the houses like where Rosemary and Elizabeth and all of them live are like pretty, I think, pretty far distant. Like they're not going to be here. Like I understand why Abigail can hear, right. but I don't think the rest of them could hear. So, but yeah. I was just want to know why Hickam was gambling like at saloon because there's nothing else to do in hope valley (laughs) 
what? He looks totally miserable. It's like he's because he's losing, and it's like, him, don't, don't do that. Then don't gamble away your money. I'm... Yeah, it was kind of odd seeing him in there. I was like, that's yeah. kind of out of character for you, but whatever. I, I I you can be cool with the big boys. I, 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 I kind of wondered if maybe he just felt like that was what all the all the people were doing, so he had to do it too, kind of like a peer yeah. pressure thing. I think so. There's some peer pressure. Casey, yeah. you're you're a mother of little ones. How would you feel about this about this rowdy bar in your town? Would you <laughs> okay. riot? Um yeah, so I also value my sleep. I also value my children's sleep. Not that they really sleep all that great. Um, but I, I'm, to- I'm totally an old person. Like, turn the music down, guys. You know? But at the same time, I would not be living on Main Street. And Abigail has money now because she has her very popular and very successful cafe. So right. she can move away. Right. Which... Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, and you don't need to pass legislation to solve your own personal grievances. <laughs> there you yes, go. That's true. I will Pretty say, much. ten o'clock is really early. It that really is one is. thing. I thought it was like they're going on till like three a.m. But yeah. when they said ten, I was like, ten. <laughs> okay. yeah i mean i'd understand if they were like over serving people or whatever and everybody was all drunk like whatever <laughs> like, intoxicating oh, folly all over the street <laughs> stealing horses are not going to be going around <laughs> yeah get, drink, getting drunk you're not going to have right. drunken brawls really much. that's not going to happen that much although it could happen in the future maybe. yeah i mean as a as a town grows also does its crime that's just yeah, a statistic. That's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Very good. Okay. All right. Good. Which means so, we need to get this Mountie in here. That's right. I know. He's not going to do it's, anything. It's a lawless <laughs> jungle, Hope Valley. <laughs> it's, it's really. So then we also find out, even worse, that the bandits have been released and Bill is very upset. He, oh, he was. I remember that. He was yes, bad. he was. This is another thing also. Both of the people who like won this episode, I was like, hashtag you are shadier than the criminals. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, just because Bill is the good guy, he's allowed to like beat up a judge. No. Yeah, he holds channels, the judge, holds the judge up against the wall. It says, good Mounties died to get these guys to justice was that uh, Casey was that a triumphant moment for you his character since season one has very much changed from like I I I like Bill in the beginning like I thought he was okay and then he got like kind of shady and then he got rude and then he's like really tough now (laughs) in a really odd kind of way and I don't know like I don't know he he's kind of he's very grumpy yeah. Um, and throwing the judge against the wall, I was kind of like, whoa, whoa, where are we going with this? Are you going to like tie him up and then like make him come with you? Or like, I, I don't yeah. know. That was just super weird. <laughs> that whole, the whole, the whole Bill storyline in this um, episode. Um, no, Bill's not really my favorite character and his storylines. I'm kind of like, all right, whatever. We got to have like, you know, the Mountie Jack storyline with the, save the town, rescue the people kind of thing. So I get that because it, it's the time period and all that jazz. But I wasn't all that excited. And I kind of was like, okay, it's Bill. 
gonna go get some I mean, cookies Bill, now. <laughs> he, I mean, I, I wouldn't need to take a big long nap after all he goes through in this episode. Like, boy, he, yeah. Is quite the, woo. So, anyway, next we no, get. Wait, I just have to oh, complain no. about Bill a little bit. Okay. <laughs> this, is the, this is the main thing that I have about the Bill storyline in this episode. Uh-huh. It it impacts the future of the series and any other characters literally zero percent. Yeah. It it doesn't. Yeah. It, it just takes away time that we could have been spending on you know getting to build a relationship between Bill and Gowan or finding like Bill building a relationship with other people in the town. Mm-hmm. Whereas this, it's just it's taking true. Bill out of the town for, you know, the whole episode yeah. and introducing him to a character who we'll probably never see again, doing something that nobody else in the town cares about. Mm-hmm. So it know. just seems like, a, it just seems like why the stories are like one off this storyline when uh, just what Bill- did you think ruth about did you like it do you feel like you grew as a character well Bill? i i like I, I think i liked the fact that he got to have some action because it seems like he hasn't had any action yeah um, i mean i wasn't i wasn't i i wasn't really over overly critical um of because you're a nicer person than we are ruth <laughs> i know i know <laughs> Uh, but I would like to see Josie Bissett come back because I really yes. like her. <gasps> yeah. I was just going to say I, I that. That, that. That I miss that. I wish that they could. I mean, and I don't know how how future seasons that would affect, but it would sure be great to see her come yeah. back because I mm-hmm. really liked the dynamic. I thought that she was the best. Uh, that character was the best fit for yeah. him. I completely yeah, agree with you. Yeah, they were a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is by far the best of plot yeah. lines with bill for sure i completely agree yeah okay and the reason why that plot line is fun is because she actually comes back multiple yeah. times yeah and mm-hmm. does interesting things That's but true. the plot line and, would be even better if it wasn't so insulated right if like and, other people interacted with them and but right. But right. that was always, that's always been a one calls the heart thing that whether it was Jack or Bill, there's these little sort of skirmishes that they're looking into. And, right. you know, it's kind of a, it's kind of like mm-hmm. on an episode of Grey's Anatomy, they have like a case that they look into. You never see those people again, but it's just yes, kind of but whatever. I mean, I like, it's, you know, it's the quote unquote freak of the week, but <laughs> it, yeah. it allow, you know, in Grey's Anatomy or detective shows, all of the characters are working towards that or interacting with it or at least more than you know one yeah that's character. fair that's fair yeah so i just, just like it needs to incorporate more characters or impact more characters than just the one and just for that episode yeah yeah i can see that okay so then we have leland and carson talking about the special line again and it's really fun to get to hear their side the male side of the story and leland says there's no such thing as too much conversation when it comes to (laughs) 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 ruth do you think this is good advice that they gave to carson well, I personally think so because yeah. I think that a relationship, uh, my, my complaint, and this isn't for when calls the heart, my complaint um, just in general when it comes to any romances, especially that you see in TV and movies, is that they don't ever have enough conversation. 
they're all mm -hmm. about let's just get physical and let's yeah. just get let's just solve that and i know thankfully what calls the heart doesn't go down that road i realize that because they're not going to but um i think that conversation is uh the key thing in any relationship so i think it's yeah. good although but then in one sense it's kind of funny that lee's saying that because we know how much rosemary likes to talk yeah right. <laughs> and I will, exactly. I will add a caveat like a little thing as i think yeah. there's no such thing as too much communication because well, you yeah. have conversations yeah. like all day well, I, I and still not communicate that's a better way to say it but it's just so funny when rosemary says good thing i'm good at talking and yeah. <laughs> says there's no such thing as too much conversation which which right. is just a very clever technique that the that this you know the writers used to show just how compatible and well matched yes, Rosemary exactly. and are. Exactly. Yes, and so then we have uh, Cody and Robert uh, being not very nice yeah. about playing pirates with Timmy, and he yeah. brings his spyglass. Yeah, which was probably a bad choice. <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah. oh, but poor Timmy's just trying to fit in and be accepted and you know, he, he's he's yeah. like he feels I think left out. So he thinks yeah. so that's always the thing, isn't it? The kids bring the cool thing to school and well look what mm -hmm. I have and then that's supposed to make them cool and then of course mm -hmm. it gets lost. Yep. Yeah. 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 Gone or broken. <laughs> yeah. Or three, two, one. Oh. It's yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, do your kids ever, Casey, ever have to bring stuff for like show and tell? Oh, do they no. still do that? Oh, they don't ever. I oh, mean, your kids are still too little. They're still little. The okay. one who's three, no. I mean, yeah. she tries, and we're like, no, you're leaving that in the car because <laughs> you're going to cry if this breaks, you get lost, dirty, whatever. Yeah. Um, That's but yeah, I, I felt bad for Timmy in this I episode because yeah. he's so cute. And I think it just also shows how. Um, how the Hope Valley kids are also growing up because yeah. you had Robert, Cody, and Timmy, and they were all kind of like that bunch, and they were yeah. in that same age group. But now Cody and Robert are becoming, you know, teenagers, and yeah. Timmy's still a little younger. And there's that yeah. that weird gap where yeah. the interests are different. So yeah. I was like, oh, Timmy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. I felt for him too. Uh, and so well, then, Bill hold on, real quick. Everyone knows that I was a uh, hashtag bully as a child. Mm. Not like a real one, but like a little bit of one. <laughs> and one time in elementary school, we were playing like tree fairies. I don't know, something. I was the queen, obs. Of course. <laughs> and one of the other girls brought a hair clip that was just like one of those basic like hair clips that we could use to put like a wreath in my hair to make me a queen. Yeah. The, the bell rang and we ran to class and it fell out of my hair and we looked oh, all over yeah. for it. But that's easier to it. lose than a giant spyglass. Yeah, but listen, <laughs> listen, but we couldn't find it. And my teacher said I had to buy her a new one. And I still oh. don't feel like that's the right answer because we were all playing with it as a team. Yeah. I think the difference <laughs> in this one too is that t um, Cody and Robert took it from Timmy. Yeah. Too. Whereas she placed Whereas, it on my head yeah. as my lady in waiting. Right. <laughs> also, also they wouldn't help him look for it too. Yeah, they and like I had to like grass. leave class, and I looked for that thing for like a half an hour, and it's yeah. not like we had the biggest playground. Yeah, they and were she being... didn't even help me look. <laughs> so how invested was she in her hair clip? Yeah. 
So they were anyway, taking. Apparently, I'm still upset about it. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> we need to have an intervention. The they they were taking this pirate privateer's lesson very to heart, Cody and Robert. Unfortunately, I think, but uh, but. Then we get the great scene between Carson, Faith, and the Hickam. Or Hickam yeah. is getting treated for something I can't remember oh what. Yes, that was so great. <laughs> talking to each other. And they're very upset. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget who says it, but some one of them says, sometimes words can be confusing. <laughs> I think Faith said that. Yeah. That was great. That scene was really Poor Hickam's like, left, Hickam, oh. right? Left, that was so right. great that scene i mean just watching him like, <laughs> that was that was a great scene that was well great. i'm just saying is every scene the hickam's in the best scene of the episode i kind of think so it was pretty good don't make your yeah, that face at me I, I, I he's the best you are, you are i mean i'll say you're 95 percent of the time right i won't i won't say 100%, how about this really? corrected <laughs> statement either hickam or opal best scenes of yeah, we've hardly seen opal this season i know oh, i'm very yeah. excited do you guys that. remember the time that both hickam and opal got poisoned by that peddler guy <laughs> yes. and i have yes. never been more mad at someone in my whole life <laughs> yes, yes. yeah that was infuriating yes. uh, okay so uh, then you also have gowan talking to lucas and saying underestimate mm -hmm. our mayor at your own peril so and i'm like right because she's shifty <laughs> Like you may, and she may think that she's the nicest, and you may think that she's the nicest. She may have everyone fooled, but she doesn't have Amber fooled. No, she does not. <laughs> okay, so what did you think, though? How about that adorable scene when Elizabeth introduces Jack Jr. to uh, the Sergeant Jack? Oh, yes. That was so sweet. That yeah. was very sweet. I, yeah. We've said it once and I'll say it again. Elizabeth with children, including tiny babies, is the best. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Aaron, but also Elizabeth. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. agree with you 100%. I, I am not that, not that I did not think that Aaron was a great actress, but this season, seeing her with the baby, with the kids, just everything, I just, I have gotten a really different vibe from her character that I really like. I mean, mm -hmm. just, I don't know. It's just something different. And my mom yeah. feels the same way. We both are like, she is just amazing. She is just, it's, it's like, she's, she's, I don't know. There's just, there's, there's something different. Yeah. There's a little more independence, a little bit more. It's, it's nice. I agree. Yeah. So yeah. she goes on the horse for a ride yes. and then she finds Timmy there looking for this spyglass and she says to him, I think if you stand up to these boys, they will respect you for it. Right. So that's not really my experience with bullying, but hey. <laughs> I mean, if you stand up to really those boys bullying. and then you're friends. No, it wasn't. This is what I'm saying. I don't feel like it's really bullying. People call yeah. it bullying, but I don't really think it is, which is why I feel like I'm a bully, but not really a bully. Maybe just being neglectful more than I bullying. I would say more just more... being like super bossy and like alpha. Yeah. Like, Maybe. he just needs to stand up for himself. I think that was the whole thing. Right. Like, if he would have just said, no, you're not going to take this. Right. They would have been like, all right, whatever. Like, because Cody and Robert aren't bullies, necessarily. I mean, they had, right. they've had their moments, but they're not downright mean. Um, they're just, like, boys. They just don't think. They're like, oh, dude, that's so cool. Let me take that. Yeah. And then they're, yeah. you know, just they're boys, just, just kids. Children. 
Yeah, kids, yeah. kids in general. So, I mean, well, I think for Elizabeth, she was just telling Timmy, like, hey, like, yeah. you got to stand up for yourself. Like, we've, we've crossed these roadblocks together where, you know, you're shy and you're doing, you know, like, he was so shy to play the piano and all these other things. And I think it's just a growing opportunity for Timmy to just, like, you want to have good friends, so you got to, you know, you got to push yourself. Got to gotta stand up for yourself, kid. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. So, yeah, and then we have Bill goes and finds his friend jeremiah who shoots at him much before and then uh then they go to find these bandits and they end up going taking this very strange shortcut through this mine i guess and i was like who do you think you are the lord of the rings fellowship (laughs) going through the mines of moria agree that's what i was thinking of too and i'm like don't they need their horses and all their supplies and stuff that they have to leave to go through this mine but whatever i got indiana jones there i was kind of like you know with the torch and stuff yeah Yeah. it was pretty intense when when they were they were like oh which way do we go i was like obviously you sit there and follow your nose like gandalf Elizabeth then has the Coulters over for dinner. And I guess Elizabeth is still a bad cook. That seems to fluctuate in and out, her bad cookery. I think she's, a, I think she's accomplished skill in some dishes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, yeah. yeah. So, Like, really, <laughs> after enough practice, you're not going to always burn eggs. You're just not. <laughs> they didn't seem too impressed with what she had to offer for, for their for I mean, dinner. Rosemary did think it was chicken and it was pork or vice versa yeah. so i mean yeah. there's that <laughs> i forgot about that that's right and we also see a little scene which might be a tease of what's coming up with leland looking at jack jr and rosie looking yeah. sad yes so we do you think do you feel pretty safe ruth that we're getting some kind of a, a infertility kind of plot line coming up with them or something I do. I have information I can't share. So yes, Ooh. I do. Okay, good. Well, then that feels Ooh. like a confirmation. You can cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, cut that out. I, I don't want to say anything more that I have information I can't share. Uh, okay. So well, going. Amber, do you feel like that's kind of, do you feel like it's this is going sort of an infertility plot direction for them? You know, yes. But I would really yeah. like it if they just inherit a baby. Yeah. From somewhere. I don't care. <laughs> well, Abigail could be leaving. They made Cody maybe parenting. <laughs> I, I was kind of thinking that would be actually a good thing. I could yeah. see I could see them taking Cody in personally. Mm-hmm. But I also do want yeah. to have Rosemary be in charge of a baby. Because yeah. Because yeah. like, like I'm gonna be honest, Rosemary, she'll nail it and it'll yeah. be so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like Cody. She'd be like, don't worry, I'm just like I'm doing all the diapers and all the things and being like well, super Rosemary think, about it. But isn't Cody the one who shadowed Leland on the shadowing day? Yes. Yes. The work day. Yes. And they like got mm-hmm. along so well. So perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The reason it's, I also think that we're looking at infertility, if you just look at it how long they've been married and in those times you would have already had children i mean it, yeah. it you know would have already I happened mean, okay also in those times you wouldn't wait 17 years before you get married <laughs> well this <laughs> is fair. true that's, mm-hmm. that's very all true. right okay yep. so well you know, if they are going that way i am glad they are addressing it because that's something that's not talked about like right. you know mm-hmm. in culture I, I, in general I, I'm, 
Yeah, so, I'm with you. And yeah. they do that kind of thing in When Calls the Heart very well in bringing yes. in like these universal topics um, and stuff. But yeah, that was always kind of my feeling. Like I would love to see Rosemary with the baby. I'd also love to see her like pregnant and Lee being like, you know, very overwhelmed because, you know, Pascal yeah. Hutton and Kevin Smith are just amazing together. Okay, and I also, think they would do so I much I really want to see but... pregnant Rosemary bossing around Hickam. Yeah, oh, well, and, and I was just thinking she would be really bossy to 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 uh, the Yost, I think you're right, the the store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you'd want like pickles or or like something weird. Yeah, uh, well, but you know, you know how these infertility lines usually go mm-hmm. is they they're infertile, they adopt a child, and then she gets pregnant. You know that's yeah, but, and that's what happens in like life all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's so it's like. You know, since we know a season seven is coming, you know, whatever happens, if they, if the infertility storyline happens that we kind of are expecting, hoping for, then maybe next season they would look into, you know, Mm -hmm. who knows, they might might look into her being, her getting pregnant, because those, Mm -hmm. that, that happens. So, Yes, I, I can see that definitely happening. So next we have uh, Carson and Faye talking and Carson says, why are we pretending what we said meant nothing? And yeah. uh, and he says, nobody means more to me than you do. And Faith says, I don't know if I can take that risk. And yeah. one thing I wondered, Casey, do you think that they could have stretched out this will they, won't they a little bit more with Carson and Faith? Uh, I, I, I was... I was really surprised that they, those two characters, like, you know, got into a relationship very quickly, because usually they, they stretch these things out. But I know with, like, they, the Jack and Elizabeth storyline, people were, you know, really just like, oh, so long, <laughs> yeah. and stuff. Get married. And I remember at the end of last season, season five, because um, I checked my Twitter analytics, and, like, the top thing on my Twitter at the end of the season was Faith and Carson like all these things hashtag team team hashtag team infirmary if I can speak and like Faith and Carson Faith and Carson will that you know they need to get together and all this stuff so I think that the the writers really took that because they knew you know we were coming off of a very emotional season five so why not give you know the viewers what they want which is Faith and Carson at least that's what it seemed then. Um, right. Interesting. So, yeah. Um, I think it will be interesting to see how they play this out just because they did put them in a relationship very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Maybe they'll, maybe they'll do the whole, you know, together, not together, maybe date other people and then realize it takes forever or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. And so then we see Lucas getting a trunk in the mail and, you know, so there's like, what's going on with him? Kind of shady. And, uh, and then uh, we see uh, Jeremiah and Bill some more. He find they find the bandits and uh, they have their, their little scuffle or whatever with the bandits. And, but then we see uh, there's like a, a Timmy, finally stands up to the boys so that was pretty cute and and then lucas announces half price beers after 10 p.m so he's really like well done sir 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Amber, how have you felt about uh, Chris McNally so far? Yeah, um, so people may or may not know, but I'm not like the biggest McNally head or whatever the yeah. kids call it these days. Um, but I think I am enjoying him the most I have ever enjoyed him yeah. in this show. Yeah, I thought I remember you saying that. That's why I asked you. So that's yeah. why you asked. No, yeah. I, I really, I am actually in, like, especially since I expected to like really not enjoy him. I am actually quite enjoying his storylines, yeah. and it may just be because I feel like he's morally right to open up a building and yeah. <laughs> make money by yeah. owning it. But you know, <laughs> that must be just the capitalist yeah. in me. But all I, I mean, most most towns have. Uh, noise restrictions and and uh different kinds of curfews and hours and different things like that it's not unheard of to have a, a noise it's less know. it's less the law and how the law was brought about sure okay good all right well yes and i just think he plays that whole like i don't know that slick cool guy so well he's the best mm-hmm. uh so we get this town council meeting and Abigail asks Lucas to compromise to two nights a week. And so that seems to, and then Abigail says, I wanted to give you the opportunity to do the right thing. And Lucas says, I was told Hope Valley is different. So hmm, we'll see what happens. And we also find out that Carson and Faith are making house calls and they're going around and we also get, I think, uh, Ab- Abigail says to Gowan, she says, do I detect a smile? I thought you would be on Lucas's side. And Gowan says, I, uh, he says, I don't go looking for friends. I look for opportunities. You did real good today, Abigail. So there you go. Gowan is on board. Um, so uh, then we end out the episode with Faith telling Carson to stop the, the they're going on these house calls. She stops the, the, uh, the carriage, whatever. And uh, she says yes to taking a risk. It's very exciting. And Carson has a secret picnic all yeah. planned because he knows yeah. he's on Hallmark Channel. Got to always have a secret <laughs> picnic ready to go. And, and I was they, like, uh, excuse me, Carson, I know it's daytime, but where are all of your candles? <laughs> yeah, <that's> true. <laughs> it's true. That's very good. Uh, and they have their kiss and Yes, we, they had quite a kiss. I mean, yeah. it's so bad. I was like, already? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, really, I was I was I was not quite expecting that. Yeah. I was not I, either. I was like, oh my goodness. Yeah. i wasn't expecting it and was grateful for it it was wonderful and i think they have yes yes no near kiss that was very good and i think they have pretty good chemistry i i I, i'm on board and so that was fun their cute little picnic and so we'll see and yeah i i would agree with you because i was never one who's who wanted them to be together i yeah. i mean i i never as characters uh but because those two actors do such a good job mm-hmm. i mean paul and andrea it's like they do such a good job they did they they maybe get on board i mean watching watching what's happened with the with this romance between them 
it's like now I am on board. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah I can see this. You know, this, this, yeah. this could work. It's cute. It's really good. Mm -hmm. So lastly, we have Cody and Robert apologizing and the whole class looking for the spyglass. So there we go. That's the end of the episode. Yeah, but I'm just saying, in real life, it would just be one kid looking out in the <laughs> grass for <laughs> a thousand yeah, years. This is, Hope <laughs> this is Hope Valley, remember. That's how you know it's fiction. <laughs> okay, that, well, yeah. We, because you know what? I'm sorry. Hallmark fans do not want to see the see Timmy out there looking by himself. I mean, really. Now, if Opal came out and helped him, then it might be okay. Yes. Mm. You know, Maybe like, Timmy oh, and Opal need Timmy to start and Opal out there looking together. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. That sounds good. Well, why don't, since we don't have a ton, we've kind of gone over it, why don't we just each give one thing that we're really hopeful for or we're really curious about, uh, one or two things for the upcoming season, uh, what we're, uh, you know, with all the changes they've had to make, things that are happening, we don't know, none of us know. Uh, so, I think that would be a way to kind of go about it. So Amber, what's something that you're hopeful or looking forward to or question you have or something in those lines coming up? I am beyond excited and curious and anxious to see how they handle what I would like to call the Laughlin situation. Yeah. Um, as everyone knows, because if you're listening to a podcast, you obviously have the internet. You know, <laughs> there was the Lori Laughlin varsity blues scandal and Hallmark decided to part ways with Lori Laughlin, which is, is honestly very sad on many levels. Um, and I don't think we need to go super into no, what that so. is. So we'll just leave it at that. But with this, you know, they have decided that they're editing out Lori Laughlin. That's what they said. You know, we're editing her out. And what does that mean? Yeah. And I am very excited and anxious and nervous and like, as someone who loves reality TV, just because of the way it's edited, I am thrilled to see what's going to happen. Yeah. And like, I, I can't figure mm. out, like, and I know they had to do some reshoots. So how are they going to, are, are they going to, you know, write into the storyline that she's out for a while? Are they going to recast her and reshoot her with a different actress? Mm. Are they going to, you know, just cut those scenes out and try to patch it together as best they can who knows and yeah. that my friend mm -hmm. is crazy the second thing that's super interesting about this is the cody of it all because as we know cody is directly tied to abigail so what are they going to do with him um I don't know. Those are the two things that I'm really excited about. And I am super excited to watch every episode with a fine tooth comb and being like, there's Lori Laughlin's elbow. They didn't, they didn't catch it in that one. Like I, I, I'm very excited to do that kind of watching as well mm -hmm. as to see what happens with the narrative. Mm -hmm. I agree with everything you said. I'm very, very curious because she's a major character. How do you just edit her out? Like what? I, I, it's going to be, it's going to be fascinating mm -hmm. to see, but yeah, I'm definitely curious and excited to see what happens with Rosemary and Lee and uh, to see where their plot line goes. That's, I think, I assume that they are going to kind of become more the leads and yeah. that they, especially in season seven, that it's going to be co with uh, Elizabeth uh, as their as far as their characters in leading the show, which I'm all about. 
that's fine with me. Uh, Casey, what about you? Oh, sorry. And you mentioned this, that it was picked up for a seventh season. Right. Which is very interesting to me that they have so much confidence in this sixth season and how it's going to go with the reshoots and the edits. Yeah. That they've already ordered it for a seventh. Mm-hmm. True. That's very true. It's. I think uh, it's. I don't. I can't imagine it ever happening in any of in the history of television. Yeah. It I feels think, unprecedented. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And they announced it really early. And when they did yeah. that last year, it was because you know Jack was going to die. Mm-hmm. So what's gonna happen at this yeah. finale? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at least like with Jack, of course they knew that well in advance and could plan mm-hmm. and be ready, be ready for it. This is just very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Casey, do you have any, what else, anything else that you're kind of questioning or wondering about? Or excited, um, excited I, about? I am excited yeah. about Rosemary and Lee. Yeah. They're yeah, my yeah. favorite ever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> favorite, 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 favorite. Um, so I'm very excited to see, and I, I yeah. bet you that the finale probably has to do with them, which is why they're picking up a season seven, because mm. they are very much a beloved couple. Like everywhere I go on social media with when calls the heart, it's like Rosemary and Lee and a baby. So, um, I mean, well, it'll I, be I'm very excited to see that. Yeah. It'll be really interesting to see where they go with Gowan because they've been building up so much. The Henry Gale. And, mm-hmm. and you know, you guys that. called me crazy. And now that there's no hope for Henry Gale, you're all like back on board. I, I just can't believe you, Rachel. Question. I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen anymore, but I was kind of curious about um, the Rob Estes. Is that his name? Yeah. His storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was kind of looking forward to that because Abigail has always had another, you know, bow or whatever. And then this was a mysterious one from the past. And, um, you know, I liked him in Seinfeld and, you know, other things I've seen him in. So are they, I guess, I'm guessing they're going to nix that completely out, Um, which really is sad for the actor. But that's just the other thing I was curious about. Yeah, that's true. That's very, very true. Uh, What about you, Ruth? What are your thoughts? Uh, well, in addition, I mean, you guys have covered any of the questions that I kind of have going on in my mind. Um, I know that there are two kids who are supposed to be coming on, at least two kids that I know of. I, I won't say who. I'm not at liberty to say who. But Especially if they accidentally get edited out. I know. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm kind of fairly confident that these two that I know of won't get edited out because because i because of the nature of their storyline mm-hmm. so i'm hoping mm. that that is the case but i'm interested to see to to see them join the cast because they're fantastic child actors that that i've gotten to interview and it was like it's so exciting to see them hopefully joining the cast um you know we'll, so we'll see how yeah. that all works out and then I'm very excited to see towards the end of the season when you have this whole thing between um, the between our Mountie and Saluna owner. They're supposed to be like some uh, some like uh, some contest or something that happens towards the it's end. It's like a handsome off. I know who I would pick. The there's, some, there's some contest. <laughs> that 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 they're going that like I don't know has to do with like maybe I don't know if it was like had to do with wood or something like that. Yeah, they were talking about there being these contests that they're like in competition with each other, these physical mm. contests. 
Ooh. And I think some people might have forgotten about that, but they did say that, and I'm sure they haven't edited that out because we're talking, that's Chris McNally and Kevin McGarry, so you know that that's, and, and I'm looking forward to seeing them kind of going butting heads because I have a feeling that that's going to be, there's going to be something mm -hmm. there. There's certainly going to be animosity. Mm -hmm. They're not going to, because after all, we kind of know that they both are going to take an interest in in Elizabeth. We I mean, we, we presume. Has that been confirmed? We all, we, okay, we don't know it for sure, but we assume. Yeah. Okay. The yeah. And, and judging from what was released at HFR, um, that is the understanding. What I was told when I put in interviews and it's not been a problem is it's left open-ended. You aren't going to know anything this season because we don't want to see her in a romance, but there's like the possibilities, mm -hmm. shall we yeah. say. Yeah. Not that we're going to see yeah. an all-out romance because we're not ready for that, but I tend to think, and of course now this has not been confirmed, but this tends to be what a lot of us think, is that we're going to, they're going to be really watching what the viewers have to think, you know, what, who do the Hardys mm -hmm. really like, mm -hmm. and who, who are they siding with, and I find it so interesting that so many of them, I mean, suddenly Chris McNally is like the best thing that ever happened to Hallmark. I mean, it's like, the, the, I mean, I mean, and, and nothing yeah. against him. I mean, he's great, but I was not expecting that. I was not expecting yeah. that major response. But it's going to be interesting as we see Kevin McGarry now enter. We have our Mountie yeah. enter. It's going to be interesting yeah. to see uh, how, how that changes. Are, is everybody going to still stick over here with the saloon or are they going to start shifting over to the Mountie or they're going to be somewhere in between? Yeah. I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic. Yeah. That will. And I am looking forward to seeing more of Faith and Carson and also seeing, I, th I, I would be really surprised if you don't see Clara and Jesse get engaged by the end. So oh, hopefully we forgot all about Clara. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't really in this episode. Yeah. Get, Clara gets a package. That's all that she happened to her. Yeah. So. There we go. That's you guys, I exciting. think I just solved my Gowan problem. Mm -hmm. Picture this. Flowin. Florence and Gowan. Oh. <laughs> I ate. Sounds good to me. Flowin. Right? Me. Amazing. <laughs> Hashtag flowin. Tell me if you're with flowin. me. Okay. <laughs> Very okay. good. Well, this has been so much fun. So fun to get back into the world of Hope Valley. And so thanks so much, you guys, for coming on and talking about this with us. And so, Ruth, how can people find you? Uh, my website is mydevotionalthoughts.net. And then uh, Twitter and Instagram, Ruth Hill 74 And uh, Facebook, My Devotional Thoughts. Great. And Casey, what about you? You can find me on Twitter at Hallmark My Words and on Instagram too. Great. Amber, what about you? Where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. So check that out and make sure you're following the podcast all over social media and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, please uh, give us your ratings and reviews. And if you're, if you're watching on YouTube, just give us your thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We really appreciate it. And we'll be excited to cover our two night uh, premiere. That'll be so much fun. And uh, thanks again, girls. I really appreciate it. And we'll talk soon. Bye. Bye, everybody.